0: I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges. And of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order
1: And the magic comes when you step into your uniqueness and that when you like try to be like, do things how other people are doing them. Like, remember that you're here to like eat differently and market differently and build businesses differently and romantically partner differently and parent differently, you know, all the things like just know that your wiring is so wildly unique. And like the magic comes when you just step into it. There are all those quotes around like, you know, we're so much better at being ourselves than being other people. It's so real. So yeah, I think creating your own magic by just like honoring
0: who you uniquely are and your kind of unique blueprint. Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, and guess who we have back on the show? Erin Claire Jones! Uh, didn't mean to rhyme, but uh, so Erin, ECJ, this is her fourth or fifth time. You know, I'm pretty sure it might be her fifth time back on. And of course, she is our Euromagics. Basically, we're just going to call her our in-house human design guy because she's my go-to gal she just she gets me she gets you guys so many of you guys have enjoyed her blueprint which of course you know you can still get that discount if you use the code magic you get 10% off which is a personalized guide to your unique design and you go to ErinClaireJones.com blueprint to receive that and she also has a new offering called flow which is a three hour group immersive to move out of resistance and into flow using your unique design. And the link for that is in the show notes along with the blueprint. But this one has a different discount and it is magic flow. One word, no spaces, magic flow, all caps. So just something to keep in mind, something to keep in mind. All of that again is in the show notes. And if you're not familiar with human design, well, We'll go into it. We'll talk all about it and more. We've talked about it many times on this podcast, but if you are unfamiliar with human design, well, basically, I'm going to take an excerpt from Erin's page, <laughs> her website, and she says human design is the science of understanding yourself. Human design serves as a tool for high performance, making it easier to flow and materialize, what you truly want in life with every decision you make human design sheds light on your emotional psychological and energetic makeup giving you the self-awareness and tools to align with your nature and step into your highest potential in every area of your life in your career partnerships and relationships not only does it offer unparalleled insight into your unique nature it equips you with self-sufficient tools you can use for life to consistently perform at the top of your personal and professional game boom so human design is a synthesis of ancient wisdom astrology the I Ching the chakras the Kabbalah with modern science quantum physics and genetics so I find well, knowing obviously my entire astrological birth chart, not just not just my sun sign, I need to know it all. But then I also on top of that, find it very integral to know my human design. And I'm a projector. So is Erin Claire Jones. So I highly implore you to find out maybe you're a projector. You're a reflector. You're a manifester. A manifesting generator. A generator. What are you? If you don't know yet, I highly recommend going to ErinClaireJones.com slash lookup. I will also provide that in the show notes so you can look up your design full free right now before we go into all of the things that we talk about today which is quite a lot we talk a lot about work life for each type manifesting as well which we always do, but we keep exploring and going deeper, right? And eating, your digestive system, which is actually not so much always to do with your type. Yes, there's a specific way each type can eat, but also when it comes to how the digestive system works, that's slightly different. And Erin talks about that along with how you can light yourself back up during these wild, chaotic times on Mama Earth right now and get back into flow, find the flow. So this this was such a fun episode as always i love having her on and thank you all for submitting questions on facebook and on instagram when i went in for the ask and you guys always show up and it means the world because sometimes i do things last minute so i deeply appreciate everybody that asked a question and something about human design always lights me up also to be honest I'm feeling extra energetic and revived alive in so many different ways because, well, first of all, I've up-leveled a little bit in life. I'm like, okay, I turned 30. Maybe I should get a little bit, a a little bigger room, Have a little more room because I usually just get boxed condos or apartments or something when I move somewhere. But this time I decided to get a town home and level up a little bit and celebrate this new chapter in life. And I'm so in love with it. It's so spacious, vaulted ceilings, wood of course, because I'm in the mountains and I ugh, I can't express to you and it windows everywhere. <sighs> Even some floor to ceiling windows and it just feels so nice and I have a beautiful view of the mountains. I'm happy. I'm very, very happy, and I talk about work and how I was feeling stuck for a bit in this episode, and I felt the need to actually go find a place to work, like another place. I talk about that with Erin, and she indeed gave me reassurance as to why this was happening for me, given my design, and then she talks about workflow for all types, especially during these wild times. So again... I'm excited for you to listen. And also, side note, this episode is sponsored by Hum, Hum Nutrition. And don't forget, Yomis, they still are gifting you 20% off when you use the promo code MAGIC at checkout. More on Hum in the middle of the episode, of course. <laughs> but again, for Erin's, her discount code for her blueprint is MAGIC. And then for her new three-hour group session, flow, it's MAGICFLOW all caps no spaces with all of that being said I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Erin Claire Jones
1: right? <laughs> I've been talking to Jared recently, like, do you remember Bali? <laughs>
0: it just like, feels
1: so long ago.
0: Well, first of all, it was so long ago, but at the same time, just because there's been so much that has happened within this past year, there's such a clear, a clear understanding of how much time is such an illusion because it feels so far, mm-hmm. but also feels like it also simultaneously happened a few months ago. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. Time is very confusing right now i can hear you oh my gosh erin yes. so we already Perfect. have a,
0: a good amount of questions which i of course procrastinated okay. to the last minute i like to do that so i don't overthink it when the questions come in i just kind of like look and go you know
1: yeah i know Then we're gonna just like meet the
0: moment yeah wherever it is and do what we need to do so i love that <laughs> So you've been doing okay, though? I have. Are you in, where are you in Utah? I'm in Utah. I'm in good old Park City, Utah. And I'm actually in a co-working space right now that I just got so I could, I I needed to do this, even though I'm a projector and I don't like to, as you know, spend too much time in the day working. But because I'm a projector, I recognize that unless I'm in a productive atmosphere or I actually make myself dedicate a certain time to focus, I won't get anything done. (laughs)
1: And also the best thing is that like when you're a projector, you're kind of like can borrow other people's energy and like be amped up by their energy. So if you're in a co-working space, like you can actually like leverage everyone else's energy around you to get things done, which is amazing. You know what I mean? So it's so smart actually, but the, the thing for you is that you just like, can't get addicted to it. It's like, okay, I'm going to like leverage it for four hours or however long I want to work. And then I'm going to like leave, you know, and be in my own. I'm, but it's
0: amazing. It's so I'm smart. I'm genuinely not worried about me getting addicted to it, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly it. I can actually, I truly, when I'm in my condo and I try to get stuff done, I just, for whatever reason, it's like I'm a little girl again with ADHD or ADD and I just can't focus. But when I'm at a coworking space, I'm like, you know, tunnel vision and it's so nice. And I've been getting so much done and Mm. leveraging so much for my business or just delegating. I'm hiring a new company that is going to take over sponsorships and all that and help me Yay. with exclusive content and donations, which I genuinely have a, a trouble doing on my own, though I know I could not work for anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: I feel you. I feel you. I think that having support is the best thing ever for you. And also that reminds me, um, I couldn't, we have so many email chains, so I couldn't, Find your birth data. Can you give it to me oh. again?
0: We do, we do. I was
1: like, it's somewhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know my projector, but yeah, it's August nineteenth, nineteen ninety. Okay. And my birthday time is three thirteen AM and I was born okay. in Salt Lake City, Utah.
1: Okay, perfect. Just so I have it up. Yeah. I was like, it's somewhere. I know it's somewhere.
0: <laughs> I love okay. I love that you have my charts up so you can read into whatever it's always nice. it is always nice you
1: know what I mean it's also it reminds me even just looking at your chart for a second is that like being in that co-working space like so much of your design you're what we call a triple split and it basically means that like you need movement uh-huh. and so it's actually good to like not just be in like one space but to kind of like filter your energy through different places yes. so like Bali cafes are so great for that you know but I think like going to the co-working space and then going for a hike and then going being by yourself or being with friends like just finding that balance and like kind of moving in between is so healthy for you.
0: That is me, Erin. That is me. I have trouble just staying in one spot for a long period of time. Quarantine was wild, but I I also needed to learn to be okay with the calm and just staying Mm -hmm. still, which is a challenge, but it was a wonderful lesson, but I'm ready to get back to my old, uh, wandering all over the place. It's great
1: for (laughs) you. It's just like having like different stimulation with different people. All that is so healthy. So I love that you're finding it. Oh, so fun to look at your design again. There
0: you go. I'm always looking for stimulation. So cool. Uh, I just love how there's, when you look at my design and then you not just like reading something but I like it when you you in particular read my whatever is going on because there's something that you do when you articulate it that just like Mm. makes sense
1: good I love that
0: (laughs) which I know that I'm sure if I were to read something it's all the same but it's not I don't know why
1: it's you know I think that like the information always integrates at different times and I think even like I sat with a woman recently who like, I have a written offering, you know, the blueprint. So many people from your community have it, but like, yeah. it's like the written guide, your design, which is like amazing. Cause you can keep referencing it back, but we like sat together in a session and she was like, everything was landing in such new ways. Cause like we actually got to apply it to every single experience, you know? So I think even just like having the, sharing the co working thing and then like thinking about how aspects of your design like speak to that, I think it just helps us integrate the information on a totally different level. And also like, there's so much information in human design, you know that. And I think yeah. it's just like the magic is when it's like practical and grounded and like, it feels so relevant to our day to day.
0: Absolutely. And do you think that you also might possibly have, just because you know so much about human design, just these extra energetic gifts when you are in person with that person, human so you can understand them more yeah. versus them reading something and it's yeah. a bot telling them
1: you know what i mean totally you know i think that like i my first human design business before i had my own practice was with a business partner we like were equal partners but like we were so different in our delivery you know, like his was very much like he knew so much, like way more than me at that point. Um, But was so mechanical, you know, and most people that share, it's like, this is the information, but I think, and he's amazing, you know, and appeals to so many amazing people. But I do think my style is very much like, where are you in your life? What's going on? And kind of using like the magic of human design as just like a mechanism to share insights that will be helpful to where they are but i think that like for me once i had a like very strong foundation in human design then i could like use my intuition and really feel into someone and know what would be most helpful i think at the first couple years i was like i gotta just like stick to the book you know Uh but i think now now i've sat with so many people and worked with so many people and like that i just feel that it's like it's integrated in me in a different way so i'm able to talk about it in a way that i wasn't able to five years ago
0: That is amazing. Yeah. And you just give amazing guidance. Have you ever considered doing some sort of, I don't know, like a, cause I feel like a lot of people want to get into human design, but I don't Mm -hmm. know if there's a lot of schools and stuff for that, but it'd be cool if you created one or something.
1: I mean, I really want to Yeah. like big time. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like that's, that's been, that that has been like the number one. Oh my God, hundred percent. Like the number one most requested thing ever. And I, it's just like, I, it pains me so much because so often people are like, Aaron, like I want to go deeper. Where do I go? Do you have anything you really highly recommend? And I'm like, no, I wish I did. Like I went through so many different schools and certifications, but like, and they were important and it felt good for me to invest in them, but they also weren't my style. Like I, I was able to kind of like learn and then, transform it into a way that I think was more empowering and translatable but I do I'm so excited for it I honestly just like don't have the bandwidth at the I moment know. but we are so on track to like once we're able to kind of get a lot of the stuff that I'm doing off my plate that will 100% be our next yes I think that like it's so fun. And like the times that I am able to just like teach about human design and it's just like, it's really, it's going to be so special. Like I just already feel it. And it's, I know I like can't rush it, but even though I really want to do it right now, but I just know that like, we're going to be patient with it. It's going to be amazing when it comes. And I think it'll be, whether or not people want to just go deeper into their own design or share it with others or integrate it into their work, I think it will be really
0: useful. That would be amazing. I seriously see that for you. Like that is 1000% on your trajectory and so everybody that. stay tuned whoever wants to become a human design reader mm-hmm. i highly would recommend going through ecj mm-hmm. because why not also i feel like you would connect not only with gen whatever what is it gen y but
1: are they the young ones no 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 yeah. no wait
0: wait gen x <laughs> is older i'm gen y i'm okay. a millennial you are too right and uh, yeah so obviously connect oh, with I millennials see. but you connect also older but i feel like you also connect with yes. gen z yes
1: yes and i, think, I think, so. think
0: and i think a lot of the stuff that is out there is a little uh, <laughs> outdated
1: it's a little bit outdated. It like <laughs> needs to be translated. And it's also just like, as with any system, like it's not just like the system is like the truth, you know, it's like, we've got to like, yeah. feel it for ourselves and be, like, you know what, I don't like that piece. Like, I'm going to put that aside for a little bit, revisit it later. Like, I do think there's a lot of information out there that can feel actually a little bit disempowering around human design. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, and I think the magic of human design is that it's actually designed to give the authority back to us. To like help us assess, be like, that feels right to me, that doesn't, and kind of just like tuning into ourselves. So I do think there's a way of sharing about it that just like makes people feel really excited and empowered to be themselves and feel like they have all these tools. I've had people come to me, they're like, somebody said this, and I read this, and is this true? And I'm just like, no, 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 you know? So I do think that like there, there are ways to just, there's a new new spin needed, so.
0: Yes. Oh my God, yes. Oh, I'm so excited for this for you. What else is lighting you up right now in this season of your life?
1: Well, I've been. We were reflecting, you know, that we were in Bali last year at this mm-hmm. time. I was like, I think I was in Tuscany and then Bali right before <laughs> at this time, and then I was like in was before that, you know, just like traveling and showing human design. And now it's like I I did a like big kind of tour trip in March on the West Coast, but you know, besides that, I've literally been in my home in Brooklyn since March. So it's a very different year than last year. Oh, yeah. um, I think, and in a really good way like it's really been transformative in a really powerful way I think honestly what's lighting me up right now is like one you know my partner and I like one we've been like working our asses off on all the different things but like we just like I like was already so in love with my partner but like I think that now that we spend literally all of our time together it's like I've just we like I don't know. There's just something so satisfying about his company. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm like, all we do is see each other. And he's like gone for a second. I'm like, where'd he go? You know what I mean? Where is he? And so I just like, I'm so appreciative. Like, I'm just, I feel very lucky to have quarantined with him. You know, I know that that could have gone a very different way. But I'll say another thing that's really lighting me up is that he's getting really, I feel like the first part of quarantine, we were like, you know what? Everything's like, Just weird right now. Like we're gonna sleep in. Like we'll go to bed late. You know what I mean? We'll watch movie. We just were like, whatever. We're just gonna like do whatever. And I think got off kind of our regular schedule. Like, and by sleep in, I mean like sleep till like seven thirty or eight. Like not super late. But I think that we just like he's really inspired to like be able to see the sunrise every morning. Mm. So we're starting to like go to bed so early and wake up really early, and we start like we basically we're sedentary for many months so um, now we like go for a walk in the park, this gorgeous park nearby for an hour every morning like when the sun is rising and then come back and work and I just like that has made such a big difference and I think just like you know and I just don't think that we even would have discovered that park in the way that we have if it wasn't for quarantine like now it's like it, I mean for those familiar with New York and Brooklyn it's Prospect Park which is like just enormous with like lakes and hiking trails and waterfalls you know so there's just like it's a new um Ritual for us that just feels so good and has been really, you know, has made me love where I live even more. So that's lighting me up a lot. I think my work is definitely lighting me up. I think the prospect of doing a training is lighting me up. We just got a property upstate that we're going between right now. Being in the forest half the time is lighting me up. So there's like good, exciting things. I think I was ready to be like in the forest and in the water. A little bit and get out of Brooklyn, so yeah. we're finding. Okay, Dallas. well,
0: first of all, that sunset walk with your man is like my dream. I do that by myself, but like I'm ready to, you know, walk and have somebody by my side, you know, and <laughs> do that. Totally. I love that you discovered that together, and I'm sure that that does help mm-hmm. the day go by when you just there's something about. Walking as the sun is rising, there's just something about it. Oh my God. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about it.
1: It it really and like honestly, we've been going. Sorry, you guys, if this is not interesting to the audience, but I think I'm like, sure it is. Okay, I was like, we'd been going at like 7:30, and like the park was full. You know what I mean? There were dogs everywhere, and and which is the best ever. And like all these people. And this morning, while we were there at like 6:30, it was like just empty, wow. you know? And so there's like, it just, it's such a sacred time. Like, I you know, both that. like at the end of the day and as the day is starting where it was just like a little bit before. And literally it was like, no one was up yet. It was just like such a special time to be like, are we the only ones in the park? Like what is going on? So I totally agree. I think it's like such a special time. And I'm so grateful to like be waking up for it now rather than sleeping through. That's it. so
0: beautiful. What do you think the best sleeping schedule and waking schedule for each type, or does that mm. not really yeah. matter?
1: I wouldn't say there's like early risers or like late, you know, I think that's probably going to depend a little bit. The things that would make a difference is that like, you know, and maybe we've talked about it before, but basically for like you, for projectors and reflectors and manifestors, and also anyone's totally new and they're like, what's my human design? What in the world? There's, um, we can include a link in the show notes, but also you can look it up on erinclairjones.com slash look up. There are other places online as well, but basically for projectors, reflectors and manifestors, we're like really designed to unwind into bed. And so rather than like, you know, like using up our energy or being super stimulated before bed, it's good to like have an hour of like being horizontal before you actually fall asleep, like getting in bed before you're tired and kind of like, releasing the energy through the, from the day. So that's actually healthier for us. Whereas generators and manifesting generators, like need to like use up all their energy before they can actually sleep soundly. And so they've got to kind of make it their job to like, especially in this time of COVID and quarantine to kind of like continue to use up their energy through exercise and working and parenting and art, all the things so that they can end the day. They're like, I'm fulfilled, I'm exhausted. Like I'm going to go into bed, like just like depleted and then like energy, like, you know, restore and kind of regenerate when I sleep and wake up energized. So for them, they need to Use it all up, or is we kind of need to just like unwind into it? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so interesting to me because I rarely just, you know, I'm okay, I'm exhausted now, time for bed. No, I actually have to lay down in bed yeah. until I'm ready to fall asleep, especially since I have a history with insomnia, which obviously mm-hmm. has gotten immensely better over the years, especially as I've become more mindful of my practices. But I have to just lay there for a bit. Hundred percent, asleep. There's no way. I... Otherwise, if I'm up, I'm up.
1: Totally. Like I'm... totally. You know. Yeah. I'm so glad you like intuitively are doing that. I think that we often do, but you can imagine having kids, and you're like a generator kid and a projector kid, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, generator kid, like you've got to go to bed, and they're like, I haven't used my energy yet. Like, what are you talking about? It's like they giving them a set de- like um, bedtime is gonna be really challenging. Whereas like the projector, you can like have a ritual with them. So it's so useful to know your kids. But one other, two other pieces I would share about sleep as well is that, you know, projectors, I believe this is true for everyone, but human design really specifies projectors, reflectors, and manifestors, but honestly, everyone, it's really healthy to kind of sleep in our own energy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and not, so we've talked about oh, that before yeah. and like basically not, yeah. and it doesn't mean that like you have to like, if you are living with a partner or even with your kids, like it doesn't mean you should sleep apart from them every night, but it is just something to play with. The idea is that we take in a lot of energy when we sleep. And it's a little bit easier to wake up as ourselves when we're waking up in our own bed and sorry in our own energy and like in our own space and so maybe it's like going to bed earlier maybe it's like staying in bed later whatever it is, it's just something to play with. Like there's so much stigma around like separate bedrooms or separate sleeping spaces. My partner and I have our own bedrooms and it's the best thing ever. Um, But I've told you that before, but I think-
0: (laughs) You've inspired that, It's it's just like, it
1: really is such a powerful practice for anyone to be like, how do I feel sleeping next to somebody versus not? And then the other piece I would share is that like, there's a, a deeper layer of our human design that can kind of speak to like our digestion. And so it's a little bit relevant to kind of like, daytime versus nighttime for some people, like for you, like you eat, um, we maybe talked about this before you're really designed to kind of digest your food Uh when the sun is up. And so like when it's really like light out, like eating, Makes eating sense. in the sun outside, those things are so healthy for you, but you also probably going to get your work done. Like when it's light out, when there's like all that energy, Whereas some people like are what we call indirect, which is the human design terminology, which is like, they're actually like designed to eat like when the sun sets, like at night, they're probably going to like have a lot more creative energy then. So that can also specify a little bit. Do you resonate with that kind of sunlight piece and being in the sun?
0: Oh, One (laughs) million percent. One million percent. And also, you know, and sometimes, especially lately and during quarantine, I have been eating late and I just don't. That is just something that is so true for me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm also not going to, after my history with eating disorders or whatever, I'm not going to stop myself just to, you know what I mean? But I'm going to be intuitive if it feels like, okay, I'm like, I don't need Mm -hmm. this, you know, but if I, if I hadn't really eaten much all day, I'm going to eat. Of course. However, I do feel so... Much better when I eat during the day. One million percent breakfast yeah. and lunch and a uh, light dinner. Like that's what feels best for me, 100%. Um, but what what types is that? The projector type or is that like emotional no, authority? It's, okay,
1: it's actually disconnected from all of that.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, it's,
1: it's not even based on type. And even if you look up your human design online, you won't even see it. Cause it's like a deeper layer. So it's just like uh-huh. in different softwares or there's specific sites that you can look it up on. It's, it's often, and why it's so, I guess hard to find or as like less accessible is it's often not like the first piece that we recommend people diving into. Um, but it, it's obviously so interesting. Like for me, I'm designed to digest food when there's like a lot of like stimulating kind of nervous energy around me. Like I'm like, which is like, I was so resistant to it at first. I was like, what? Like, but it's just like literally how I've always done things. Like I can't be sedentary for me. Like I was at a cafe upstate the other weekend and I was sitting with my partner and my, our friend. And like, he was like, Aaron, you literally got up to like dispose of our garbage, like eight times. I was like, can I dispose of it? Can I come back? Like, I just like getting up and moving and like being stimulated, is like, which is so ridiculous. But it's like, it's actually so good yeah. for my digestion rather than kind of like sitting down, like standing up when I'm eating, actually walking when I'm eating, which I used to do in New York all Sounds the time like a New York thing for sure. <laughs> and going places. I know it's such a New York thing. So, and even like I used to like, it's how we digest information. Like when I first started studying human design, I would literally just like listen to recordings every day when I was commuting back and forth from places. So like I was like taking in information so much when I was just like on the move. So it is such an interesting aspect of our design to just kind of think about how we best digest food and information. Cause it's not about what we eat, but more about just how we eat it and what
0: That is so good to know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well and that that's yeah. very that confirms a lot for me. I had been considering trying out just being a night owl for a little bit, just to try it out to see if like, ooh, maybe some channeling, streaming, some yeah. of consciousness, creativity will flow through. But then, you know, <laughs> I'm such a mush at that time, and I'm like, okay, you know what?
1: I'm such a It's better that I
0: just go to bed and wake up really early, but I did try the past week, actually, a couple of days, and I totally. just, like, you know, I'm just, it's just not for me.
1: I would be, yeah, I would be interested. I would be interested to talk to a few different types and see, because, like, I'm very, like, I think when some people are, you know, eat best at night, like, they can have creative yeah. spurts, but, like, I'm similar to you, like, I, I work really hard, but, like, at a certain point, like, I'm, like, it's after, like, 7 o'clock. I'm, like, uh-huh. I literally like it's not even – it's, like, not even possible. My partner, like, sometimes we've, like, done collaborate because he works with me on our business as well. But he'll, like, want to, like, do a thing late at night. And I'm just, like, I can't even process. I'm, like, what are you asking me to do? So, like – but he's so inspired. So it is just interesting to see those differences. I'm – yeah, I'm that so
0: I, I know, and there are um when I do interviews with people that are maybe they're in London or Australia or actually even Hawaii, I have some people that plan on mm. you know coming on and we're trying to figure out the right time because for them they'd rather do like late afternoon their time, which is you know pretty yeah l- very late my time, and I've had some super late night podcasts, or especially when I was in London, I had to podcast super late at night and i just remember i was like what but <laughs> it still worked out mm-hmm. i just remember it was i wasn't it's not ideal aware and focused it's not totally. it's not ideal in fact ideal for me is morning 100 percent,
1: yeah <laughs> not even a, yeah what
0: are your mornings like
1: I mean, they've like, well, they just transformed, you know, in this time. I think that like I used to like, I similar to like the co-working space for you of like kind of leveraging other people's energy. Like I've always loved like group. I've always loved classes, like exercise classes, because oh, it just like gives me energy. Yeah. But like specifically yep. it's like, you know, I used to like um, do cycling and, but I also just like love hot yoga. I like did hot yoga mm-hmm. so It's like I don't know, 2013. And so <laughs> I I used to go to yoga every morning and I would go to like yoga really early every morning. And then I would like go and I would, you know, have my kundalini practice, my meditation. And then I would like go work from a beautiful space. But now since I've been here, it's totally different. You know, I think that I like wake up and meditate and go on a walk with my partner. Um, and then I make juice. We have an amazing juicer. It's so fun to make juice. Mm-hmm. And then um, maybe do like, oh, and then we have a, we got a Peloton during this time. So I like get on the Peloton <gasps> for a little bit, which is great. Fine. You know, my short shorts <laughs> and I like do a little bit of yoga and then I just like set up to work. Um, I could probably take more breaks throughout the day. He's so good at doing that. Um, but I do like, I think waking up later was a little bit stressful for me. Cause I just like, I love doing things early. Absolutely. So I think being, You know what I mean? When I'm like at my computer, I'm like, wait, it's like 10 o'clock. And like, I think like getting there early and just feeling like kind of ahead of the game always feels good. But yeah, I've taken them a little bit slower. Like I usually like would get up and like get on the subway and go to yoga class, you know? And so now it's more going for a walk, no commuting and just like a little bit more in the flow. And also our rituals used to be incredibly different. And now during this time, they're like totally interlinked in a really beautiful way.
0: I love that you do so much together. That's so amazing. And also when it comes to the group motivation, I just have to add. So of course I was going to hot yoga nearly every day and then quarantine happened and I just lost motivation for whatever. It's not that I lost motivation. I felt, I can't explain it. I it's, it was just like yes. I had this weight cause I felt the heaviness of the world as well. And I just felt so heavy all the time. And I just, I just could not get myself to do a yoga practice at home like I normally would if everything wasn't going on. You know, if I when I travel, I often just do yoga in my hotel okay. room or would I have no problem doing yoga on my own, but for whatever reason, so many days without going to a group setting kind of demotivated me which was really interesting and then just last week I decided you know what I'm getting back in that hot yoga studio and I do and yeah it's it's just so interesting how a projector I don't know if it's just a projector but I feel like We definitely get more motivated around people as well, even though I'm such an introvert at the same time.
1: Totally. Well, you got such the the introvert in your design. (laughs) I do too. I think that, like, you know, what what unites projectors, projectors are actually the most diverse of all types, but like what unites projectors, reflectors, and manifestors is that we all have what we call an open sacral center, which I know is like googly words, but I think the idea is that like we're just very sensitive Mm -hmm. to energy. And our energy is all gonna operate in spurts, and we often don't have like sustainable energy to just like go, go, go all day. It's gonna go like up and down, up and down. But again, if we're around somebody that like has that sustainable go, go, go energy, which is often more found in generators and yeah. manifesting generators, we can like tap into yeah. it or like, I can do it. I can keep going. <laughs> I can make things happen. Or like, you know, you could also tap into like somebody else's willpower. You're like, I could like do this. I could like work out in a really, like, I think. So it is, we do, you know, I, I, that's why I love those classes. It's like, you kind of get this like strength and force that maybe wasn't there before And you've got such a cool design because we have something called our profile, which is like how we're here to manifest our purpose. But you've got this piece where you're like super introverted and have like a very hermit nature to you. Same in my design. And also like are meant to be such a natural at the things you do. You're not really meant to do the things that feel super hard, but like the things that come easily and naturally. But that hermit piece is balanced with like this need to kind of be in community and in your network and with friends and like, and all your opportunities are meant to come from your friends and the people that you know. And it's really good to have like personal connections with anyone you work with. So you've got this like interesting dance where it's like, you don't want to spend so much time hermiting that no one can see you and invite you in. But you also don't want to spend so much time with people that you're just like become fatigued. Absolutely. You know, so it's about <laughs> finding that balance.
0: Yes, and quarantine really made me feel that when I, after just so many months of really not seeing or traveling much or doing anything, it was a total reset for me because I just never I'm always on the go I'm mm-hmm. hermiting a lot but I'm also seeing people you know where I'm yeah yeah and so not I mean I was with my parents but also I felt like I was taking on a lot of their energy too which didn't feel mm. like me so I had to go get my own condo yes. I yeah that's so interesting because I felt like I needed to yeah really make sure I don't see anybody because both my parents are pretty uh, vulnerable my dad's 76 my mom mom has yeah. an autoimmune disease. So I was just honoring them. And I don't, yeah. I actually don't regret that at all, but yeah. Totally. And
1: also community could be like, you just yeah. FaceTime, you know what I mean? That did you just help. like are texting with friends. Like it's just like, yeah, just staying connected. And also there might be times where you're just like way more of a hermit, but I just like, I appreciate that just like that example is such a powerful one where it's Mm -hmm. like we're such nuanced beings like sometimes we're like wait i'm like (laughs) community and hermit it's like yeah that's the magic like it's about finding the balance between the two it's not like you're just one like whenever we have the hermit piece it is balanced by a more outward kind of personality piece so it is, yeah, always finding that that dance and that balance. And, of course, the conditions of the world are going to shape how you can actually.
0: Absolutely. And you're with the manifesting generator, right? He's a generator. Generator. Okay. Well, still. Generator. So, yeah, he's a generator. So that's so great that you get to feed off that energy as well. Oh, I right. love yes, MGs God. and generators so much.
1: That's <laughs> just like juicy, fun energy to be around when they're lit up by what they're doing and they're actually just yes. like pursuing what they're excited by.
0: So let's say, cause I'm sure a lot of manifesting generators and generators and honestly, every type perhaps that are sensitive souls felt a lot of heaviness during this time. And maybe they're starting to find ways to light themselves back up and get back in flow. What do you recommend for each type?
1: So within this time in particular, yeah, I mean, I think that like with Generators and manifesting generators, like these, are basically our energy beings—the people that are the energy and the life force that are gonna really make things happen. Um, and the more you are honoring your own desires, like the more you energy you'll have, and the more you'll uplift everyone else. So, I guess it's it's a more important time than ever to just remind you that, like, you really are most of service to the world when you are like doing the things that you are so satisfied by you know? And so like, I've talked to so many parents at this time where they're literally like locked in a closet because they like have no time, you know, separate from their family because they're all in the same house. And they just like, haven't really been able to create any space for them to do anything that they enjoy because they're like, have so many responsibilities. And so if there's, and which I think is reasonable, it's such a wild time in that way. But like, I would just encourage you to like give yourself permission to just carve out any space that you can to just do the things that excite you. It's like, you know what? I love doing yoga. You know what? I like love reading tarot or I love running or I love like working on this website on the side or studying human design, like whatever it is, just carving out a little bit of space and giving yourself permission to do it. And know that you become like, you're saying you love being around generators and manifesting generators. Me too. But like, it's so much more fun Mm -hmm. to be around them when they're actually like, Honoring what they're uniquely excited by, yeah. Yes. When they're not like, yes. when they're not like letting their boundaries go, and they're like, "You want this, I'll do this," and "You want this, I'll do this." So I think just
0: mm-hmm. do
1: what you're fired up by, and like, and and let your energy really be your guide, and trust your gut to kind of know what you're available for, and what you're not. I think does that make sense?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I hope that that made sense for the MGs and the Gs listening.
1: Yeah, and I think one other piece I would just share for manifesting generators, because while we do often group them together, you know, they have a lot of distinctions, is that. Manifesting generators, like they're really, their gift is in having their energy in a lot of things at once. They're kind of multi passionate by nature and they're not really meant to do just one thing. Um, and they're also really meant to pivot. And so they might like commit to a thing and then they're like, I don't actually have the energy for it anymore. I'm going to move on to the next thing. And so I would just actually encourage the manifesting generators to give yourself permission to move on. It's like when the energy is no longer there for something, like, let it go. I used to actually, like, get frustrated with my manifesting generative friends because they'd, like, commit to something. I'm like, yes, we're all in. And then, like, you know, too excited, like am actually like moving on. I'm like, Oh no. But I just like, I've learned to just like love them through it because like, that's exactly what they're supposed to do. Like if they're doing it, holding yeah. on to just because they're like, Oh, I want to make sure Aaron's okay. Like that would be the worst. So I would just like know that you're, you're meant to keep moving. You're not meant to like put yourself sure. into one box. Like you're so multifaceted. So like give yourself permission to move on and move on to the next thing. And just like, let your energy guide where you're actually going to go.
0: That's so good to know. So then what about hiring an MG? That sounds a little risky, but also I don't want to pigeonhole them in that type of category. <laughs> no, I love that
1: question. One of my dearest clients I've been working with for more than a year is a manifesting generator. And like we worked to hire a lot of her team and a lot of them are actually manifesting generators and, um, a fewer generators but it is so funny because she's like there was one manifesting generator recently where she's like she's not going to stick around we can't do it but i think that like i think that they can stick around as long as like they are continually stimulated yeah. like i right. think if you like put a manifesting generator and again you take this information and decide whether it's true for you if you put a manifesting generator and like a job and like they're doing the same thing all day every day and it's like not shifting or evolving they're probably not going to thrive But when there's, like, freedom, they can move around and pursue different inspirations, and they have the right support, and so they can kind of be in this, like, really creative flow, like, that's great, you know? Or maybe they're doing side projects on the side that also bring them, like, that are letting them up. But, like, my client, like, she loves her job because it's still so stimulating, but she also has so much freedom to kind of keep developing and evolving it. So I would just, like, if you have a job... Or, or if you're, say, you're even managing a manifesting generator, I would just, like, continue to check in with them and be like, okay, what are the aspects of your work that are the most satisfying and the most exciting? Let's, like, make sure you really get to do those things. And, like, what are the things that are most depleting and really draining you? Like, is there any way we can hand those things off? You know, because manifesting generators are gifted at moving quickly, but not necessarily in handling all the details. So, like, if you could hire somebody to, like, help them do the step-by-step things, so they can kind of be in their own creative flow. That might also give them a lot more energy to kind of play with.
0: So good to know. And, Jen- Generators, what makes them so uh, different as far as like their interests and let's say their workflow?
1: So they're a little bit more about mastery, whereas manifesting generators are more about like, okay, just like multi-passionate, kind of like these speedy, powerful Ah, creators. Generators, it's and it's not that they can't do multiple things, like my partner definitely does, but it's like kind of doing one thing at a time you know, and going okay. really deep into the details and kind of like really mastering the process. And it's not about like just speed, 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 but just like really perfecting the process. So you can imagine, oh my, it's weird, you know what I mean? What'd you say?
0: I said, I honor that. Oh my I God.
1: It's that. the best. Like having a partner and a business partner that does that, it just like You know, sometimes like, "Ah," but it's just like, he just does it so perfectly, you know, and so deeply. And I think that, um, but you can imagine having a team that kind of has manifesting generators and generators and projectors is so, and manifestors and reflectors is so useful because like we just need each other. So they all are going to kind of serve different roles. Um, But similar, you know, for generators, I would say like always take that inventory. Like if there are things that are really regularly depleting you and draining you, if there's any way to hand those things off do it oh
0: this is so gold i'm gonna get to the questions because we have a good amount and i told all these people i'm like oh yeah i'll for sure ask that (laughs) 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 okay hold on let's see per interruption just a very brief interruption to talk about and thank our sponsor of this episode who you've heard me talk about probably 444 times by now but hum hum nutrition has been a loyal sponsor since pretty much day uno and they are helping millions with one of our greatest assets our physical vessel if you didn't know hum was actually birthed from founders that were struggling with skin and other breakouts after doing everything that the doctor prescribed and trying out all the different lotions and yada yada they just really wanted to find something that was a bit more natural more pure but also very high quality and that is where hum was born initially for the skin but they have branched out to help a variety of other problems or conditions such as gut issues like their gut instinct supplement which i have definitely used many times as it contains 10 strain probiotics 25 billion organisms and provides 30 vegan capsules for a 30 day supply but there are a variety of other supplements as well that people love to go to and of course many of them are vegan one of their more popular ones which I also enjoy is their flatter me pill which helps decrease the bloating and break down the proteins and carbs and fiber and fats and Lactose, I guess, is if you eat that to help you digest because. It's a blend of digestive enzymes, including ginger and fennel and peppermint. And I talk about these because for me, my gut had always been my greatest issue. But again, there are a variety of other ones such as hair, skin, nails, metabolism, sleep and aging. But one thing that I really appreciate is that they connect you with a free personal nutritionist before you even choose one. So that way you can choose the right micronutrient to support whatever your beautiful vessel needs and I know there are people from all over the world that listen to this podcast so they don't only deliver to America wherever you're at they likely serve so go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code magic m-a-g-i-c for 20% off that's humnutrition.com promo code magic and now enjoy the rest of this episode I'm gonna start with the. Uh, I asked on both Facebook and on Instagram. Okay. So <laughs> we'll start with we'll start with Facebook first. Christina Schultz asked, okay. could she please explain to us how to read the digestive aspect of our charts? All the digestive wisdom through Human Design, please. Yes. Okay. Sounds like a long question, but yes.
1: Yeah, it's not a simple one. You know, I think that like if you look up your digestion, you can go to a website called Genetic Matrix. And to look up your kind of unique unique digestion profile, I personally do not use that website. I have like a professional software that I use, so I'm like not an expert in navigating, and it's never felt super intuitive to me. But what you're looking at, looking for something called your determination, um, and basically, you know, that's gonna some just some examples of different ones are like, you know, for you, we talked about eating when the sun is up for me it's eating when there's activity around for other people it might be um eating food that is like warmer like you know hotter teas drinking a lot of liquids like soups other people might be colder other people it's about like eating really pure food like not mixing their food together keeping things really separate other people it's about like eating the same thing all day every day for some people it's about like having the correct acoustics in their environment um You know, other people need a really calm environment. So there's so much diversity. So I think that, like, that's a really interesting piece to look at. There's also something called your cognition, which is basically around, like, what sense will be the most heightened for you in terms of digestion. So for you, just for an example, yours is around taste. So things just, like, need to taste really good. Like just like there's like needs to be like so much pleasure and that like people need to taste good. You know what I mean? You need like finish a podcast. You're like that just tastes good. You know? So yes, hanging like, into like what really tastes good and like satisfies your taste buds is so cool and useful for you. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Fun. Absolutely. I can and I'll. And I also I'll know, include the word taste yeah. a lot that has nothing to do with food in my poetry. Theme, so that's
1: interesting. Oh my like, god! So cool. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, And then also the one other piece I would share about digestion is that when you look at your chart, um, if you have pulled up your chart, you'll see that there are four arrows around your head and the very top left arrow speaks to kind of how we're designed to best digest food in in another way. So you and I are opposite. So for you, because your arrow is facing left, it means that you're meant to be a little bit more consistent, a consistent eater. And basically what that means, or just like an active digester, it means that like your brain needs a lot of fuel. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know whether or not you're, you fast, but the recommendation would be like, according to your design to like, not <laughs> fast. that's again, I would say if, if you are fasting and it works for you, I'm never going to tell you not to do it. But the idea is that like your brain needs fuel. So like oh, eating true. a little bit of something before you have a conversation. Do you do you, do you resonate with that? I
0: actually did do a 22 day fast once and it was a wonderful experience. And I think at that time, because I was going through a major, it was, I didn't know this, but this was when my Saturn return, like the month, my Saturn return was really at its peak. Like it just started. I didn't know that though. It just, this, I just felt intuitively like I needed to do a 22 day fast. And my friend Jordan, she does, uh, she's a reflector. She, you know her, she does a fast all the time and she wants me to do a fast with her, but for whatever reason, it just I don't know, intuitively doesn't feel right. Cause I feel like I need, you need it. to be able to function full. It just, it doesn't feel right for me right now. Yeah. Maybe again, one day, like if there's more stillness again, um, but yeah, I do, I need to eat. Isn't that so interesting?
1: <laughs> like, and it's for your brain. Yeah, It's like, so you, you can actually like operate optimally. And like think clearly. And so, like eating, like, and it doesn't mean you have to like eat huge meals, of course not, but it's like eating regularly. It's like, I'm gonna have a little bit of snack before I get on my first call. Like, I'm gonna have lunch, I'm gonna have dinner, I'll have snacks in between. Like, just like it gives you fuel, it fuels your brain. Whereas, like, for me, because my arrow is facing right, it means that I'm a more inconsistent eater. And so, my recommendation would be like, okay, just eat when you're hungry, drink when you're thirsty, like, fasting might be more natural. My partner is more similar to you. And I feel like when we first got together, I was like, he's just like such a regular eater. I was like, I just like, I was so the opposite. So it's been so useful to understand that. So I would say when you're thinking about your digestion, and this is something we can always go over in a session, is just looking at those three pieces like that top left arrow, your kind of determination. So for you, it's the light. And then also your cognition, which is kind of like the strongest sense.
0: This is so interesting to me. So I actually, because of quarantine and being a little more sedentary, I just didn't feel like eating a lot yet and yeah. i probably ate way less yet i still gained weight which is fine you know it's part of where i'm at right now but i gained some weight which actually was actually kind of nice to be honest but anyway aside from all that mm-hmm. when i do eat more i actually yeah. get more to like a natural weight still curvy yeah. but like just a little natural mm-hmm. yeah it's just so it's all so different it's also interesting so i'm glad that you said this because it gave me a lot of clarity on something
1: yeah, and I think that, like, you know, I had a client recently who's, like, um, I actually sat with his wife first, and I told that he was, like, similar to you, and she's, like, he just, like, tries to fast all day, and then he's just, like... Eats like so much when once he it's just like it's not a process that's really working for him because again it's like he's like this is what I've been told what to do and I'm trying to do it and like I think it just reminds us as human design does in all the ways which is why it's so cool is just that like we're all wired differently so any of that like blanket advice out there like you should eat this way and you should do it this way is like we actually all like need something a little bit different and so I think hundred percent you know and so human design is one tool to help us kind of like pinpoint what that thing is for us but I think just a reminder that it's like just because somebody else like built their business this way or is dieting this way or marketing this way like in no way means it will work yeah. for us so it's just kind of tuning into what actually feels good for our body and ourselves
0: oh my gosh there should be a, like a digestive manual out there There probably is but I know right? for human design like your human design type and people follow that you know 100%. we've got the blood type and we've got a ton of different other ones but not everything in it always feels right for me and Now I understand
1: why. Right? It's just like, it's so, it's so useful. The food piece is so interesting. And I'm so excited to kind of offer more um, offerings around this because I do think it really is there's not that, that much accessible information out there and it can be such a cool and useful part of our design.
0: I love that. I remember one time, a long time ago, I was talking to another human designer and she said that for me, it's small meals frequently throughout the day. And I didn't know that and I didn't really listen, but wow.
1: Yeah. And that would be the recommendation just for projectors in general. So okay. less about your kind of specific digestion type. You know, the founder of human design veered a little bit away of kind of like offering like type specific dietary stuff because he was like it's a bit more specific but i think in general projectors have really sensitive systems mm-hmm. so just like being really conscious about what you're putting in your body and often like we're a little bit more thrive with like smaller more frequent meals rather than kind of like heavier more sparse meals. so
0: true that's always worked best for yeah me. you know what on the topic of eating uh where's my phone somebody asked Oh, you know what, I'll just go on Instagram.com. Somebody asked, and she wanted to remain anonymous, I remember. Okay, so this girl, and she wants to remain anonymous, she asked, emotional eating slash body image issues slash ED as an emotional authority generator, any HD guidance? So I guess, yeah, emotional eating, body image stuff for emotional authority, but I guess we'll do them all.
1: Yeah, I think that, like, what I would say is, it's probably going to depend on other aspects of your design. Um, So it's hard to speak like super generally about it. I would say for anyone who's an emotional authority, like it's very natural for us to have emotional highs and lows, you know, and not always know why. And so I think that, you know, and it could be easy to like, want to eat on the high or the low, you know, or maybe especially the low. So it's just something to be aware of, of kind of watching the cadence of your emotions and like the highs and the lows and when that eating is happening. And, you know, so much of being an emotional decision maker is being patient and like never doing things in the moment. And so I would just like, I think for me, having that awareness has been so useful. Just like when I'm on the low, it's like, I'm in a low, I've got to just like go retreat, be in my own energy um, and maybe not the best time to make decisions or go socialize or eat a lot of food or any of the things. So I would pay attention kind of to that cadence and see what the pattern is there. Um, and I would look at that kind of your unique digestion profile and see if, not, if you are kind of aligning with that. Um some other of your open centers may also kind of speak to some other pieces around that.
0: How can they check out their uh, unique digestive profile again? So
1: if they go to the website Genetic Matrix, mm-hmm. they should be able to see it there. And it's Genetic. going to be something called determination.
0: All right. This is something that I don't think we ever dived into. So that's great. I can't
1: remember if we did. I don't I was, think we did. I was trying to think <laughs> about that before. Yeah. So cool!
0: Oh man, this is gonna be so helpful for many. So that so it has nothing to do with being emotional authority. By nope. Okay, that's at all. That's good for her to so know. So it's a totally different piece. Oh, I love that. Okay, amazing. All right, we'll move back to Facebook. Um, Recalaya as oh my god, projectors and leadership. Please, when are we doing too much? I have a lot of will and fire within me and want to spread it everywhere, but I notice it sometimes backfires. Mm.
1: So as a projector, you are such a natural leader. But the strategy for us as projectors is basically waiting for a sense of recognition and invitation. Because the idea is if you're like trying to lead or guide people that aren't ready for your leadership or guidance. It's too much Mm -hmm. because our energy is just like naturally powerful and penetrating. And so if it's like, if you're putting it on people before they're ready, they're like, whoa, what's going on? You know. So I think that like, I would say like, that's amazing. There's so much fire that you're feeling, but I would also remember that your energy and guidance are so precious, you know? So I would not invest your energy in people that are not ready to receive it. You can make yourself visible. You can let people know that you exist and see if they invite you in and are ready for you. You can even ask, like, I have something I want to share. Like, are you ready? But if they're not ready or if you push too much, it probably will backfire and you probably will experience more resistance. So I would stand so tall in your worth and just be like, my guidance is so valuable, but it's only available for those who kind of invite me in. So
0: true. You know what so I mean? Oh true. Absolutely.
1: And then I would also just say like honor like the ebbs and flows of your energy. Like, you know, you can have being a projector, like, you know, people be like, they're not an energy type, which I don't love that language at all, because it doesn't mean that you don't have energy. It just means that your energy operates in ebbs and flows. So like you don't need to sit back and be like, I've got to rest. I'm a projector. Like, even though I have all this fire. It's like, if the energy's there, go for it. Just know that like, it's not meant to be like super sustainable. So like when you need to take rest and your body's calling for it, take rest as well. And like, and just like learn how to kind of honor what your body's asking for and like not keep going and being overzealous, just to try to keep up. Like one of our biggest shadows as projectors, which has really like taken me down in the past. is just like an overzealousness. It's just like trying to keep up with everyone and like not knowing when to stop. So I would just make sure that's not driving you and that like your natural energy and excitement is.
0: Yes. Yes. Being true to you. And uh, also it's so, it's so true maybe. And now I understand why sometimes I'll take it personally, but if people are just not ready for it, they're they're just just not not ready. ready for it. And so, yeah. And that's something to definitely not to take personally and just wait for the invite.
1: And again, it's not meant to be a passive thing. Like, You can make yourself visible, let people know that you exist. But again, I I posted something on Instagram recently where it's like, the invitation is not meant to be this thing that holds you back. It is just meant to be a thing that protects your energy. And just like, you are you know what I mean? Ah, Where it's just like, it's...
0: I love that.
1: (laughs) Because I do think I find people that are like, oh my God, I'm a projector. Like, I really have to just like sit back and maybe I can't even call my friends. And can I say something in a meeting? And it's just like... (laughs) You know, and it's, I get it because you hear that strategy. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? I think that like you don't need an inv- <laughs> invitation for everything. It really is what it involves sharing your gifts with people. But know that it's meant to empower you and not disempower you. And like, I will say personally. I push the boundaries of it all the time just to so, like really feel yeah. into what it means for me. And like I've yeah. learned, like, even it, again, it's like when I, when I make myself visible and let people know I exist, I have so much success. Not when I push and I'm like, I have the best, like, take me. It's more just like, I exist, here I am. And like, and then allowing the right people to come is so powerful. But when I have wasted energy on people that like, are not that interested in me, it's just like, it's, it doesn't feel good, you know? And like, and there can be, so I think just knowing that again, your energy is precious and the invitation is really a tool to protect you and make sure you're only investing your guidance and energy in people that are really
0: ready to hear. And another thing that I just realized when, when people are projectors, cause we are, do have sensitive digestive systems. I think that our digestive yeah. system will tell us when we're doing too much. Cause I know mine does
1: hundred percent exactly because that's actually associated with the sacral the gut yeah. and so when we are off track in a certain kind of area in our design we experience it so similar it's like when I'm overzealous in that center or doing too much then like that's gonna affect my digestion and belly big time you know so so such a good point
0: how about generators and manifesting generators how do they know that they're doing too much because I feel like they're always doing stuff what is too much for them
1: so I mean too much is often when they just don't have strong boundaries and they're doing too much of things they don't actually enjoy you know what I mean Mm. so then they're just like because when they're doing too much of what they don't enjoy they just like are pretty depleted yeah they're like, I don't even feel like I feel exhausted, like I don't even feel energized. Like, so I think that like and it's gonna show up, it's the same center, it's the gut center. So even though they have more consistent energy, if they like are really not honoring their gut, which is also a tool to help them protect their energy and like only say yes to what they're available for, they're also probably gonna have gut or tummy problems or feel really disconnected. Um, so I think that if they I would say for generators and manifesting generators, like you are meant to do things that you are really lit up by. And if you find yourself rationalizing a decision, like I should do this because of this or because somebody asked me, like that is not your gut speaking. Like your gut is like this thing feels right or it doesn't. I'm so excited by it. Like you want that to be your guide. So I think that it can jump in the gut piece, but I also think it can jump in kind of just general frustration and depletion and exhaustion. Whereas, like, if you are satisfied with the way that you're using your energy, you're probably going to feel like a lot of fulfillment and a lot of satisfaction.
0: Good. Good to know. This is a really good question for manifestors and it's from Nat underscore Shia on Instagram. And she asks, how can a manifestor keep from burning out when they are in the beginning stages of starting their own company where they re- where they really do need to do everything themselves
1: so manifestors have all this initiating power they're often here to get things started and get something off the ground but not always here to do all the doing so you might find whoever asked that question that there is actually a lot of energy at the beginning you know so i would say um a couple things one i would say when it's when you are able to hand things off and delegate do it. You know what I mean? Cause you're not really meant to do the same thing forever. Your gift is in the initiating, but even while you're getting something off the ground, do whatever you can to honor the ebbs and flows of your energy. Because while manifestors are energy beings, their energy operates in spurts, you know, and they are also very vulnerable to that kind of overzealousness that you and I are. And so as much as they can, it's like, you know, and if you might have like a super creative burst of like five hours or like, that was amazing. Rather than be like, I, I should keep pushing and keep going. It's like, Okay, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to spend time with my friend. Like I'm just going to rest. And like the energy will come back and I will let that guide me. And you might do so much more in those five hours or three hours than most people can in a whole day. So I would even just practice in these beginning stages to just honor those like natural ebbs and flows of your energy and start to check in on yourself if you're like pushing yourself and kind of getting lost in that overzealousness of like, I should do more. I should keep going and and that kind of
0: stuff. Ah, I love that. And I think that we should do one for reflectors. Here's one from Tara Rank. Yes, and Tara Rank, Taryn Rank asks, as a reflector, I need a full moon cycle to make decisions. Any advice or tips for us for making decisions? Some things can't take a full month to decide and need a quicker reaction.
1: Very reasonable question and I appreciate it because again it's like if somebody's like you have to wait a full 30 days for every decision it might be like "Uh, I don't know how to do that for everyone I would say I would say what's most important for you as a reflector is that like make sure that you're not being rushed or pressured into decisions either by yourself or your partner or colleagues or your family like as much as you can honor your own sense of timing the idea with that full lunar cycle is that you kind of go through this consistent cycle every month And having that full lunar cycle, 20 to 30 days, gives you the opportunity to sample a decision from so many different angles to really know that it's right for you. And so it is healthy to give yourself that time if it's there. If it's not, give yourself as much time as you can. If it's a momentary day by day decision, do what feels right in the moment, you know? Or say you like have to say yes to a job and you say yes, and then like three weeks later, you're like, it's not the right thing. Give yourself permission to move on you know? So I think that like, make it work in your current circumstance, but I would, I guess, focus the most important piece on like, honor your unique sense of timing and make sure that you are not getting kind of succumbing to any pressure that the people around you are putting on you. And just know that like you do things in your own way and, and you might operate really differently. Cause like, Say you're dating or working with somebody who's a sacral decision maker, and basically what that would mean is that they like they're meant to like listen to their gut response in the moment. It's like this like visceral feeling feeling in their belly. They're Like I know in the moment, so it's just like know that that's a different thing, and it's not like you don't have to keep up with them. Like you and I are both emotional projectors. Yes. So while we aren't, while we aren't recommended a wait a full lunar cycle, it's still good for us to give ourselves like 24 Time. to 72 hours. Yeah, and so even <laughs> yeah, and so even for me with a partner who is sacral and much more in the moment just useful to have that awareness. So he's like, I want to get this thing. And I'm like, that's so cool. I'm going to tell you tomorrow morning. You know what I mean? Like, just give me a minute, or maybe I'll rely on him for the small decision. So just notice the difference and honor. And I think that's probably the best place you can start and experiment with it. You know what I mean? If you feel like you can make a good decision for yourself in two weeks or in a week, like practice that. But I would just say that like the advantage of that cycle is just giving yourself as much time as possible. But of course, do what's actually feasible and kind of your circumstances and what's actually possible for you.
0: I recently also applied this and I had you in mind because I was about to make a really big decision. There were two companies that are wanting to take on my pod, just to help out my podcast in some ways. One, and one is like a very well-known big company. Everybody probably uses this company and definitely knows about it. And the other one, they are more of a smaller independent company, but they both had beautiful perks and benefits. And there were different reasons why I liked both of them. And it's just interesting that they came to me at the same time-ish. Which, yeah. So I had been, not battling, but just deciding. And I just told them both I need to, time to decide. And I <laughs> I told one of them, like, you know, I'm a projector, so blah, blah, blah. I just need this time, <laughs> you know, emotional authority. They Both of them didn't know what I was talking about. But I just, <sighs> I really need to what? take my time because they both had amazing perks, both both financially and exposure-wise. and. Um, so I, yeah, and I did take that time. And if I were to listen to my initial, just very initial reaction, which was coming more from the mind, the ego, I would have honestly gone with this bigger company with the big name. Yeah. But then the more I felt into it and took my time and also contacting these people and just. I was communicating with them back and forth. And the one, the smaller company, I could tell that they really are... First of all, they handle some amazing, big known people, I guess. But yeah. they but they really, really nourish their people. So many different things that when I took my time with it, I was able to see the difference with how both communicate and how mm-hmm. the smaller company, they really were like nourishing me. And they just... So cool. I could tell that they genuinely valued me because they yeah. didn't have... Tens of thousands of creators, like that they, they had, you know, a smaller amount to really just focus on. And it was just a no brainer for me and I was like, I'm excited, I'm going with you guys. And I love that. Yeah. And it's, I I seriously took I had them waiting on for like three weeks. I love like,
1: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like it honestly it even often puts you in a position of power. I think that when I first discovered this, I was like, oh my God, what if like all the opportunities disappear and no one wants me anymore? <laughs> like, I, were,
0: I worried about that too. I did. Yeah. But then
1: but then you ask for time and you ask for space and like, they're just like, I want you more. Yes. You know? And I think that like, there's such an advantage and I don't mean advantage in that it's better because like literally there's no good or bad in human design. But like when, when our systems are wired in the way that our systems are, me and you, because we're emotional, like there's such a depth that comes with time where it's basically in the moment, you have like a, just like a little, like, I'm not even thinking of the right term, but like, you just like have a little vision of like the possibility, but it's such like you get a small hole, but then like when you sleep on things, you like step back and you see the whole thing. And it just like gives you such perspective. And I also love the example you shared because, you know, so much of being a projector is around feeling a sense of recognition and invitation. And it feels like with that smaller company you actually felt more. Recognized. I did. You were like, uh,
0: I have chills you know I mean? right now. Like, I, I did. They kept yeah. messaging. Me you
1: were like, yeah. you see me more, and yeah. they
0: kept saying like, we still honor you. We t- take your time, and they even brought the CEO of the company in to chat with me. Whereas I was just only still talking to whoever was poaching people on the other company, you know. And yeah, but they were both lovely people, like both people. But I really connected with the smaller company, and so. Uh, and I'm so glad I took my time because if I made a momentary decision, like I, Mm-mm. when that bigger company approached me, I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that to be with blah, 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 totally. you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I can tell you the company after.
1: But, yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited <laughs> just... to hear who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, um, I think that, yeah, but I just, I love that example of you putting it in a practice because this is something called our inner authority and in human design and we're all meant to make decisions differently gut response your intuition sleeping on things talking things out like being in the right space like there's so many tuning into your heart there's so many variations but like we are making decisions every day and like by honoring our inner authority we basically enter into the right opportunities because like and and that just like it just makes our lives so much better because I think imagine if you had spontaneously or basically in the moment been like I should Uh, go with the bigger one and that uncertainty would have like persisted throughout the entire experience and then you might have been like this isn't good I'm going to leave and go back to this one but like you took your time with it so like that clarity and knowing that you're entering and do will also persist throughout that entire experience with this new one it doesn't mean you'll be with them forever you know but like it does mean it's the right thing for you right now and so like there can you can surrender to that process kind of so much more
0: yes Uh, oh that is so good I'm glad that I have this example to yeah always remember if. If any projector is like, I feel like I need to make a decision. Now, I'll be like, no, wait, look, listen, that was the wait best example. Out. You were the person that came to mind when I had to make this decision. I was like, oh, Aaron's oh. going to be so proud. Oh my God. I <laughs> am so proud of you.
1: Yeah. Not easy. You not know, easy. Not. I don't think we live in a world that really supports us taking our time. And so I think to just be like, you know what? I'm taking my time because I know that I need to make the right decision. It just makes such a difference.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So both on Facebook and Instagram, people are asking. So this one girl, Holly 7 and this other girl, Ariella Devorah Ong, they both are asking about manifestations for, well, Cat wants to know for manifestors, Ariella wants to know or Ariella wants to know for projectors. So we might as well just do best manifestation method for the mall, though we've kind of talked about it. I guess we can just breeze through it again. Here. Yeah,
1: I think that like it can be a little bit deceiving because sometimes people are like, I'm not a manifestor that mean I can manifest? You know, I think that like a hundred percent, you know, it's just like, it's a term that human design uses, but it doesn't in any way mean that they're supposed to do that. Like this might feel dissatisfying to these people, but I would say that like the best thing that you can do to like manifest the, the best opportunities in your life is to like align with the most fundamental pieces of your design. Like it makes you available for all of it, you know? So it's like as a generator and manifesting generator, it's like trust that things will come to you. You are here to be magnetic. Like honor your gut to, like, let you guide, like, kind of to guide you, even if you don't know where it's going to take you, and, like, really invest as much energy as you can as, in the things that really enjoy you, because that's going to attract so much more to you. I think with the projectors, like, invest your energy where you feel the most invited in and recognized, and, like, honestly, follow your passions and whatever it is you feel drawn to, and, like, cultivate that craft, become the master, and when you're ready, like, let yourself, let people know you exist, and kind of let yourself be visible. For the manifestor, like you probably are going to be the most successful if you feel like really empowered to be in your own flow and in control and not being interfered with or told what to do. So creating that container for yourself, knowing that you are here to initiate, you're going to be so powerful, but you really impact people when you stand so tall in who you are and don't try to be something that you're not, you know, so as much as you can, like standing really tall and being unapologetic in who you are. And I would say for reflectors, you make yourself kind of the most available for the right opportunities when you're in the right physical spaces. So, like, spend time with people and in spaces that feel good and that will, like, help attract all the right things in because you magnify whatever space you're in. And the other piece I would share is that if you're looking at those arrows, again, the bottom right arrow is around – manifestation, it's not really kind of the traditional understanding of human design, but I think it's a really useful framework. So when the arrow is facing right, it means you're a non-specific manifestor. When it's facing left, you're specific. Basically it means if it's facing left, it might be useful to get a little bit more into the details of what you want to create. It's like I want to make this much money, I want it to like look like this, I want the partner to feel like this. Like just like getting into the details and like zoning in can be a really useful practice. Whereas if it's facing right, which it is for you and I, It's a little bit around broader goals. Like I think that I always struggle with coaches or even like with my business. It's just like, I like have goals, but I'm like, not really that kind of like detailed thinker. Like, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I just like love what I'm doing. I just like, I want it to keep growing and expanding and like, just like get clear on the bigger feelings, the bigger things that you want to create and let all the details fill themselves in.
0: Uh, I love that.
1: Do you feel Uh, that for yourself?
0: Manifestation is like, oh yeah. Well, manifestation is one of those huge, broad It's just such a vague topic in a sense because there's different ways I manifest different things. hundred percent. You know, for example, I didn't call – purposely call in these companies or whatever, but I think I manifested it from just really focusing and believing in your own magic – after honestly you know I reinvested in like a co-working space yada yada after kind of not paying so much attention because I was just so focused on personal stuff you know and then I come back and then so it's just interesting but if I want to manifest something specifically for me it's definitely being non-specific about that specific thing totally
1: yeah (laughs) non-specific about the specific I think that like I will say my personal journey like similar to you like I found success not from like being like, I want this to happen and this to happen because, like, honestly, what has happened in my life, I could never have predicted, yeah, but, like, at that's all. The magic. And that's it would have been magic. like, it would have been so limiting if I had tried because, yeah. like, I was like, oh god, I'm going off track. Oh my god, this is actually accelerating everything. Like, it's just like I think that I stay honor your inner authority, like stay true. Like for me, what what allowed me to kind of find the audience that I found and find the success that I found at the moment is just like staying so true to my path of human design, even when yeah. I had like no recognition. I was like, someday people are gonna see this. So like I think just like staying true and mastering and honoring it is what makes you available for it. Um yeah, I think that's so and also like my friend Emily, she's another Emily Fletcher, she's an amazing projector, but she is a very powerful meditation so figure. Yeah, she's maybe you've you've probably seen her around. She's like so just so brilliant like really a master teacher a beautiful uh-huh. example of a projector but uh-huh. she has an amazing meditation practice that she's like um it's inspired by vedic meditation but it's her own practice and at the end she just yep. Yep. yeah i know heard, came yeah out. Yep. she's amazing but she includes this very beautiful kind of manifestation practice at the end because i do think that um you know at the end of meditating or even right before you go to bed is a very powerful time to just like kind of get into the energy of what you want to create And so I think that, like, that can be a really powerful time for me. It's, like, when I go to bed and after my meditation in the morning, it's just, like, kind of envisioning things that are already happening, but also things that I aspire to and wish for. And it's less about specific, like, things and more just around kind of the direction and the expansion around them. And so I think just, like, kind of being in the energy of that, of course, is so useful and attracting
0: Yes, and then inspired ideas do just – Honestly, I feel like they do just come. I think manifesting generators, though, I noticed that they are so able, and maybe generators, I don't know, it just seems like they're so able to – pull out a quantum journal or something, write a list down, and then just make it happen. Yeah,
1: but they can do really quickly. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and then they can do I really feel like quickly, mine yeah. is just so in the ethers that I have – idea. I just follow my passions and then things manifest that I don't intentionally manifest specifically. I,
1: I feel the same, honestly. I think that like <laughs> I do think manifesting generators, they have an amazing ability and manifestors in their own way too of just like – as soon as they get that gut response, they can bring an idea to life basically almost immediately. You know, so there is kind of that speed, there's a gift of that similar to manifestors, like there's an urge, it's like they can make it happen. Um, but again, it's gonna look a little bit different for each of us, but like tune into it, you know, again, know like see what works for you. Like for me, none of the specific goals like have ever really worked very well for me. But I think those kind of bigger, broader envisionings and also being just like so true to like what feels right in the moment. Like I always say, and I think human design has Um, reinforce this message for me is that like we aren't really designed to just, like, you know, obviously control what happens in our lives or just, like, be like, this is my five-year goal, and my one-year goal, my 10-year goal. Like, I think that our job is to make, like, one aligned, courageous decision at a time and just, like, trust that by doing that, like, the rest will just unfold. And I think Absolutely. that, like, human design just reminds us how to make decisions in a way that are so aligned for us. So I think that, like, it's by starting there that it just kind of, like, sets off a domino effect and, like, more and more starts to happen.
0: Absolutely. Basically, also, it sounds like every single type as long as you focus on your passion however it it, will almost like you'll naturally manifest whether you specifically do or you you were just focusing on human design and then success just started to come because you were focusing on your truth and your passion and your mission and it just it just started to come, but then other people, you know, as long as they're focusing on their passion while manifesting intentionally, it just it all it all comes down to that passion and being true to you.
1: And I will and I will also say that like it doesn't always come immediately. You know, sometimes yeah. there's just like, why isn't it happening yet? And like sometimes it does. So it's not that it's impossible, but I know that for me it didn't. It wasn't like I started doing human design in twenty fifteen and everyone was like, Oh my god, Aaron, we've been waiting for you. It was like not at all that, you know. And, like, it was just, like, such an unbelievable journey looking back because every step was so necessary. And, like, when it was time, it was time. Um, But I do think that, like, it it does require for you a level of just, like, commitment and integrity of knowing, like, standing – like, that's what I mean by, like, standing in your value. It's, like, I know that this is valuable and I know that at some point people are going to really – Value it, so I've got to just keep investing myself in it
0: absolutely. And also, one more thing to piggyback off of that because this one girl she asked, Color her wild, she asked everything around projectors and what to do while waiting for the invite, which you and I've been talking about throughout this podcast. But something to add, like what to do while waiting for the invite, honestly, this. Back to this one thing that I recently manifested with the two companies. I honestly, when Euromagic started, and then sometimes like a year later or so, I'll even, I would write in my journal, I'll just put it out there. Help from a company that wants to come my way because I don't care to seek for one, you know? And then it took time, mm-hmm. but it happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so there wasn't really anything specific that I had to do to wait for the invite. I just kind of let, I honestly just let it go and it happened.
1: And I think honestly, one of the best things that you can do is one just like cultivate your craft. Mm, Like, you know what I mean? Like the more you master and like the more you, you know, spend time interviewing guests and just investing in the podcast when you feel inspired to like the more people like sense that there's like a thing there, you know? So like one, I would say like, just like master, master, master. Like sometimes people are like, I'm not being invited in. And I'm like, do you know what you want to be invited in for? And they're like, no. Yeah. You know. So I do think there's a level of recognizing ourselves and trusting our value, which is a beautiful first step. So just like paying attention to where your energy is pulling you and honoring that. And then again, like so much of being a projector is not only about just sitting on the couch and mastering that thing, but like making yourself visible and available. So I would give yourself permission when you feel excited about making yourself visible to kind of freely share about what you do, you know, and like, let people know that you exist. I like my first couple years studying human design, I was like so terrified of being visible. Like I would never even mention human design on Instagram. And I think that like when it was time, it was time. But I think that then I kind of just like made it my job to share. And I think that like, And not in a super salesy way, but just in a way that feels inspired and exciting to me. And that's been the thing that's really attracted all the people in. So I think that like, I would say master the thing, like use that time in between invitations to cultivate that thing. And then when you feel ready and excited, like let people know you exist. It might just be like your intimate friends and community, or it might be like your Instagram community or an event or whatever it is, but like, don't, don't shy away, even if it's uncomfortable. From letting people know what you do, like people cannot invite you, and in unless they see you, so just let yourself be seen.
0: Yeah, even though it can be scary sometimes, trust me, I oh know God. too. I'm not always like putting myself out there, except for the one at place all. where I just love. I just love podcasting. Like that's I haven't missed one Monday and yeah. because i just i genuinely love it but other places where i quote unquote should be i don't genuinely love all the time so i'm not but um yeah. that is a good message like sometimes you kind of just got to like <laughs> even if it even if you're scared or something but to make the other things happen you know put yourself yeah. out there
1: and it is not easy like i really didn't i really started putting myself out there cuz my partner was like Aaron you just like start sharing i was like <laughs> but I think that like, and it was so like when I think about my first talk and when I started sharing regularly on Instagram, like these things were not easy, but then they became so much fun, you know? And so it's just like, let it transform and yeah. become the thing. But again, I, I will say that first step, not always easy. It definitely was not for me.
0: Did we do this one, this question from Sarah Crisp, recommendations on how to run a small business as a female projector? I don't think we did that one. I don't think so. I think we'll just do three more questions. Perfect. So- So Sarah Chris asks, yeah, how to run a small business as a female projector, but I think that we should also, you know, include all the others. So I would
1: say as a projector, um, you know, I, I look at your inner authority, whether you're emotional or splenic or ego and really tune into that way of making decisions and let that drive your decision-making. I would know that you're not designed to do it all on your own. So if there's any way to bring on support and delegate and hand things off. Amazing. I have always had a, as a projector small business owner, I have always had a generator or manifesting generator business partner. So, not a requirement, but can be very useful. So, open it up to that support and honor the ebbs and flows of your energy. You know, don't overdo it. You're gonna burn out so quickly. So just like. And give yourself permission to take rest and then trust that your gift is not in how much you can do, but you're such a natural guide and leader. I would say as a manifester, you know, do things your way. Like just like, again, <laughs> you're going to be in control and do things on your own terms. I will, as I said before, it's like manifestors are really here to initiate, but not always here to do all the doings. So like when it's time to hand things off and delegate, do it, you know, and give yourself permission to do that. You might, like, manifestors can absolutely collaborate, but they also are pretty comfortable solitude, too. So I would make sure you have space to kind of just be in your own flow and you're not, like, having to micromanage people all day, every day. That
0: makes so much sense. You know,
1: maybe hire someone else to do that if you can. Um, I think for generators and manifesting generators, like, I would just take that constant inventory of, like okay, what are the aspects of my job, my life that are lighting me up the most, sorry, of my of my business that are lighting me up the most? What is the most depleting? Can I hand any of that off? Knowing that like the more you're using your energy in a way that feels satisfying, the more energy you'll feel and the more you'll lift up your team. Um, and for manifesting generators in particular, their gift is really that efficiency, but not always in handling the de- details. So I would kind of make sure early on that you have the right support to kind of handle the details so you can just be in your own flow. Um, And then I would say for reflectors, like reflectors are so magical and that they're very innately fluid and they're going to have periods where they will have that kind of like feel like generative energy or like a manifest or like a projector. So just like honor the ebbs and flows, like you might feel like a powerhouse one week and then really need to rest the next so don't force (laughs) consistency and i would also say for you having different kinds of support probably from multiple people would be really useful um just so you can kind of like be in your own flow and honor that the flows and not always being expected to be as consistent because again you are just like so much of your magic is honoring like what feels like you that day and i would also say as a reflector like you magnify whatever space and people you're around. So spend time around people that you want to like emulate and in spaces that feel really good. If you have a lot of like entrepreneurial friends that are really inspiring to you, spend time with them, you know, let their energy infect you with with all that kind of excitement and juice. So just be so specific and discerning about kind of where and who you're spending time with.
0: Yeah. I hope that's helpful. That I love that. This is from Skylar Ray Coleman. And she, like you were talking about how MGs, they just are so multifaceted, multi they can multitask, they mm-hmm. just love variety of things. And so she asks how to overcome not knowing what to choose as an MG. I have so many things I want to do.
1: Okay. So I would remind you that as a manifesting generator, you are not here to like, just like come up with something out of, you know, just like out of nothing, like you're here to respond to things. So I would actually see what's already in your environment and what's showing up and what is letting if your gut, you might have all these ideas in the world, but it doesn't mean you're meant to pursue them all. So I would actually tune into your body more and be like, what do I actually feel drawn to? Because your gut is as much a tool to help you know where to put your energy as it is a tool to help you know when to actually put it there. So it might be like all these possibilities, but like your energy actually only wants to go into two right now. And you could even sit down with somebody and have a friend be like, do you want to do this right now or this? You know, just giving you options, like specific questions and dropping into your body. You're like, what am I available for right now? And like, you know, I don't know your design, but say you have an open head center, which basically means the very top, um, top kind of shape of your design is white. It basically means like there's this pressure to pursue all the inspirations that come to you. And so, so much of that wisdom of that center is knowing that not every idea, like I said, is worth pursuing and dropping into your authority to your gut to be like, what do I actually have the energy for right now?
0: What do I have the energy for right now? I feel like that should be, that's basically the theme for MGs.
1: Totally. And like, i just letting your energy guide you. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't really know where this is going to take me or how it all weaves together, but the fact that I am energized and excited by this thing is enough.
0: Yes. I love that. And this one's for a generator, or this one's for generators and she wants advice for generators. Uh, Her name is All the Earthling and she asks, Finding work that involves doing what we love. I have a lot of energy and can work really, really hard, but I have trouble finding the eighth outlet, the right job where I'm fulfilled and helping the planet move in the right outlet, right direction.
1: So I think the key thing here is that as a generator, similar to as a manifesting generator, like you're not really designed to make a decision based on what your mind is telling you. Mm -hmm. of like okay what is the perfect job that could combine all the things because it's just like we aren't really here to figure out our purpose like our purpose finds us when we're kind of really like honoring our energy so again similar to what i just shared before i would ask yourself like rather than try to like figure out the perfect thing like ask yourself what are you the energy for right now and say you're in a job that you really don't enjoy like what are the things on the outside of your job that feel the most exciting it could be like i love gardening you know what i mean like i love shaping up my house i love this creative project with a friend like Funnel more and more energy into those things because, like, you're here to attract opportunities to you. But it's really hard to attract aligned opportunities when you are primarily investing your energy in like opportunities that aren't aligned you know if you're like in a job all day every day that you don't enjoy you're going to attract things yeah. that are probably similar to that so as much as you can on the side just do the things that feel as satisfying exciting energizing and know that will attract more to you oh, but again that's so good. yeah and I would just release that pressure to like figure out that perfect thing and be like you know what what feels exciting right now like your energy will truly drive you and I know that's so hard to trust because like it's really, you want to know where it's going to take you, but the magic is you don't. I have a, I wrote a poem a few years ago, and one of the lines, and it was like, in trust, in trust, in trust. And my partner literally like painted it on a canvas and put it above my bed because like, (laughs) I just like, it's, it's a lesson that I'm still learning all the time where I'm like, I want to control this. I want to do this. And he like points to it. He's like, So I do think it is just like as much as you can trust that like what you have the energy for right now is literally the only thing you need.
0: I think that that's such a beautiful sentiment for actually every type. I mean, I'm sure it's really for generators, but just because I love that idea, like do on the side what you're passionate about. And then something really does align. That is so, so, so true. I was doing many other different things before this fell into my hands, though this is what I was mostly passionate about and dreaming of and hoping for, and I wasn't making money, you know, or this wasn't where I was making money when I was studying spirituality and Mm -hmm. all that stuff, you know, but that's just what I did on the side, and then everything fell into place, but I know that that's, I mean, I don't want to say that is, I don't feel like that was luck, I feel like that was just a vibrational alignment.
1: totally, you're ready for it. Yeah. you know? And I do think it is, it's just like not a thing that we can predict. Like when human design, it was like the most serendipitous thing where human design found me. And it was just like, I was literally, it was like at a party. A guy was like, you need to look up your human design. You need to work on human design. It was just like so obvious, but I remember like committing to it. And he was like, this is so wild that you're saying yes, because you literally don't understand any of it yet. You know? And I was like, I know, but it just feels right. Yeah. And so I do think there is these elements that just as much as you can, like trusting what you're the energy for and that your excitement is really gonna pull you in the right direction and not always in a way that you'll know why it's happening in that.
0: Ah what a beautiful way to wrap this up. But I have to ask you that question that you've been asked many times. Oh my God, how would you <laughs> how would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? Mm-hmm. I think that I mean I think that like
1: honestly just and I and I wonder if I've asked answered it the same every time, but I think that like I would just say, like honoring the fact that you are so unique and different and like, and the magic comes when you step into your uniqueness and that when you like try to be like, do things how other people are doing them like remember that you're here to like eat differently and market differently and build businesses differently and romantically partner differently and parent differently you know all the things like just know that your wiring is so wildly unique and like the magic comes when you just step into it like there are all those like quotes around like you know we're so much better at being ourselves than being other people but it's so real so yeah I think creating your own magic by just like honoring who you uniquely are and Mm. your kind of unique blueprint
0: Beautiful and blueprint. Uh, talk about your blueprint for those who have not tried it out already. I know
1: <laughs> there must be some, right? Um, so mm-hmm. if you want to dive deeper in your design, there are a few different options. So, something is I have something called the blueprint, which is basically a 30 plus page PDF on your unique design. So, it walks you through all the key pieces like your type, your strategy, how you make decisions, how you process all the kind of key areas where you can get taken off track, your natural strengths, your profile, your channels, all the things. And so it's kind of meant to be just like a written manual to you. You can get water. Go no, no, water, I'm go good. It's just, You're I'm just good, like, okay. it's recovering. It doesn't need water. It just sounds weird. Sorry, guys. Voice, you know. <laughs> no. But I think something You're definitely good. went down the wrong pipe. But I think that like, it's just meant to be kind of a manual about you that you can keep returning to. So that's an amazing place to start. We have a discount code MAGIC. And the um, URL is ErinClaireJones.com slash blueprint. Um, and then I also do individual sessions. This is really special when you want to just like dive deeper and also talk through like you and your partnership or you and your kids or you and your career, or you and your romance, or you and food, anything that you want to dive deep into it's totally customized to kind of where you are and what would be most useful to you. And then, I also offer this workshop called Flow, which is basically a three-hour kind of deep dive with a group where we we'll really dive into how to move out of resistance into our lives and into more flow, kind of using our unique design. So that's such a cool opportunity to really like demystify the human design chart and better understand how the chart works and kind of how to use it to your advantage every day.
0: And the discount for Flow is Magic Flow, all caps, 10% off. And again, the discount for Blueprint is MAGIC, all caps. 10% off.
1: That's a new thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. What a what a brilliant idea because, I mean, people feel, you know, that resistance, that is just yes. like the negative energy that likes to come into everyone's lives. And so how to work through that Depending on your design, yes, knowing your design that 100%. is going to be so helpful. And where can everyone connect with you? So
1: I, Erin Claire Jones, everywhere. So I'm Erin Claire Jones on Instagram, and my website is erinclairejones.com.
0: Ah, Erin, I love yes. you. I love you. <laughs>
1: we always have more to talk about, huh? I know. <laughs> A
0: reoccurring character on this podcast you know you're gonna be coming back on probably I know end of 2020 early 2021
1: we'll see but you're coming back on I'm always a yes I'm always <laughs> a yes it's such a pleasure I love it I, it was so funny I was sitting with my partner beforehand I was like I'm about to interview through Cal it was like I was our fourth I think it's our fourth episode right yeah fourth or fifth I don't know Fourth or fifth. <laughs> but he was like oh my god she was the one in Bali I was like yeah we recorded an episode live in Bali and then I like she came on the back of my motorbike and I very dangerously drove her um to our little cafe so i
0: felt safe with you
1: thank god Thank God. Yeah. I don't always feel safe same driver. with myself on that motorbike, but I think that like, <laughs> um, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so grateful to you to have me on again. And also just like, so wonderful working with so many people in the community already. So uh, I'm excited to work with you. Yes, more.
0: everybody. Oh, and I've already heard from other yummies, how amazing your work is and the blueprint. Oh, so, and how helpful it is. Yay. So of course I highly, highly recommend whatever Erin Claire Jones provides. And thank you again. I'm excited for next time.
1: I'm excited for next time. Love you so much.
0: Love you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most. So you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euromagic Facebook group. Especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The pyrite is monthly, and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at youronmagiclive forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling Palladian boss babe. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so much, and have a magical rest of your day.